All right, welcome back. 800-859-0957, 800-859-0WJR. You can call or text that number. Uh, I do want to just make you aware Trans-Siberian Orchestra is hitting the road with the Ghosts of Christmas Eve, the best of TSO and more, and you could see him at the tour stop of your choice. Rock out at the Capitol for Christmas, party in New Orleans, or find warmer weather in Orlando. You pick. One winner will score two tickets to their Trans-Siberian Orchestra concert of choice, round-trip air, three nights hotel, plus a $1,000 gift card for your holiday shopping. Prize provided by Wild Child Touring. Now to enter... Text this hour's national keyword, Christmas, to 95819. For full details, official contest rules, visit WJR.com. All right, I want to squeeze one call in here uh, real quick. Let's go to Vince in Northville. What's up, Vince? Hey, I just want to uh, condone you on calling this one 100% right on as far as trendy. You're 100% right. And the problem is you've got parents out there, and they're spending tens of thousands of dollars on these so-called education in these Ivy League schools with their kids, okay? And they're being indoctrinated with this garbage. And you mark my words. I'm going to put, I'm going to put this out there right now, okay? You mark my words. In the next couple of years in these psychology classes and, and classes that are going to be taught, they are going to try to sell the bill of goods that Osama bin Laden was actually a good guy, he actually was a freedom fighter, and he actually had a good train of thought when, tack- when uh, attacking America. They're going to teach this in your colleges. I would put my stake, my life on well, it. Well, Vince, I mean, this is this is with Hitler. This is part of what they're doing now. I mean, this is literally this is literally what people are saying on on TikTok now. And, and Vince, I appreciate the call, but yeah, this, this is where they're at now, and it's it is something else. It's something else. I, I never in my wildest dreams, nowhere on my bingo card, did it say that people were going to sympathize with Osama bin Laden. I mean, it is, again, I don't fault people for being uninformed. I don't. They're uninformed. But the the fact that they speak with such brevity and so such, they, they speak from this soapbox, it, it is it is something else. And meanwhile, these protests that are happening all around the country are becoming more and more serious. Just ask Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, who joins us. She was trapped in this pro-Palestinian protest in Washington, D.C. Congresswoman, good to have you. Hey, Chris, it's good to be with you. And it's good to be home and safe. Yeah. What what was this like for you? You know, I have to I'm going to be honest with you. Look, I believe in the right to free speech and I believe in the right for peaceful protesting. But I I did not, because I didn't have access to a television and I didn't know everything that was going on. I had this just feeling on January 6th, everything would be okay. And I was not rattled. I did get rattled yesterday. I was um, me. I, I wanted to leave and I'm not afraid of protesters. You know me, mm-hmm. you know, when I see people protesting, I go out and I talk to them and I want to know what's on their mind. And I said, you know, I tried to go out a side door and they were like, no, you can't go there. They've got the doors blocked with bins and there are people waiting to pounce on you. So I said, well, I'm going to go out the front door. Um, and the police had shut down the building, but I was like, what are they going to do to me? But as I got to the front door, a Capitol policeman, uh, well, the Capitol police said to us, they are pepper spraying, uh, mm. pepper spraying the police. 
And a young woman, early 20s, who was a policewoman keeping us safe, came in, clearly having been pepper sprayed. She was sick. Her skin was burning. Her eyes were. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm not going out yeah. into that crowd. And I do thank uh, the men and women who keep us safe every day. They were out there. They were keeping us safe. They had, if you've seen the videos, mm-hmm. it, it was intense. It, a lot, it was a lot of that's intense is a good word. There was a lot of anger and frustration. And I just think that we got to make sure we're protecting our rights of free speech, our rights to protest. So many constitutional rights, but you can't do you can't go to violence. You can't do property damage, and you can't hurt policemen. So it was scary. I'm not going to lie to you. I was rattled. So uh, do you think there needs to be a change in rhetoric that lawmakers are, are that some lawmakers are pushing on this topic? I mean, it, th- this is obviously a hot button issue, as it should be, um, because there are lives at stake all across the board. But but do you think the rhetoric needs to be toned down a little bit while while um, um, uh, something on the geopolitical stage is happening? I'm going to divide this into two two thoughts. One, you, uh, there are lives at stake here. And, you know, people, I don't want to see any baby die. I don't care if they're a Jewish baby or a Palestinian baby. I don't want to see the children die. Uh, I think we're horrified at what we are witnessing in the Mideast. And I think people have, I have met with so many People who have family. I was at a, a M-Gage event, which was Arab American Muslim event in Washington on Wednesday night, and a man showed me, or Tuesday night, uh, showed me a picture of his entire family that died in 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 Gaza. It's horrific. It's totally horrific. But I think that it's not. Yes, these protests are focused on a horrific situation. And I really don't want to see anybody die, period. I condone what Hamas did. The Palestinian people are not Hamas. And uh, it's, you know, it's, it's very complicated. I want humanitarian ceasefire. I want this to end. And I want, ultimately, we got to deal with the problem that led to this, which if you don't deal with Gaza, if you have people living the way that they have been living, it simmers up into what you saw and it's not good on the other i want to also say to you that i think right now in america we have lost civility we think that it's okay to say anything while we're hearing it the protest last night was on the midi situation i think people insult each people bully people uh, I think social media has given people anon- make them anonymous. They think there are no consequences. We don't treat each other the way that we should treat each other with respect and dignity. You can disagree agreeably. And I think it is far too easy to be violent, intense, passionate against somebody else. And it has to stop because it's a danger to our society. I mean, we, we saw protesters rattling the gates at the White House and I mean, these protests have gotten heated. Do you expect this to continue? I fear that somebody's going to get hurt. Yes, I fear it. And I I totally support the right of people to protest. That's a fundamental right in our Constitution, in freedom of speech. But the intensity and the passionateness right now 
and the bullying, and quite frankly, that where some of these go, I, I urge those that want to make their voices heard to make sure that their voices are being heard on the point that they're trying to make and that they not become a story of the consequences of that protest getting out of control. Well, we're, we're glad you're safe. Uh, and, and we, uh, I, I hope very much that you're wrong and, and somebody doesn't get hurt because these things seem to have escalated over the last couple of weeks and they're becoming more and more intense. Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, thank you for your time as always. Thank you, Chris. Take care. You do the same. 800-859-0957. Got to take a break. More next on JR Afternoon.